Hello and welcome to Developing the Leader Within Podcast, an award-winning podcast where I interview the top players in the leadership arena and we dissect leadership, management, and career development from all angles. My name is Enrique Acosta-Gonzalez and I use my more than 20 years of experience in leadership development to dig deep into complex issues and bring you the answers you were looking for. If a topic resonates with you and you would like to explore how to overcome it, reach out to me at calendly.com backslash triad leadership solutions to discuss ways to succeed. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within. 2022 heavy hitters this year, and I am so fortunate to be here with David Breyer. We're going to be talking about leadership and branding, but let me tell you about David. He is the author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Brand Intervention. He's also the Google's number one ranked rebranding expert for four decades. He's amassed, generated over $4 billion in sales, and he is transforming not only how brands are seen, but how they sell, how they negotiate, and how they lead and inspire their culture. David, it is a pleasure. I am so honored and blessed to have you with me today to share this platform and the topic of today, leadership and branding. Absolutely, man. Well, well first of all, Happy New Year. Thank you for the great introduction, and Happy New Year, man. This is great. Outstanding. Well, folks, we're going to get right into it because there's something about branding that even though it's being trained and even though it's being spoken about, we continue to miss the mark. I was telling David prior to this recording how in one hour he totally dismantled my, my branding and just put me on the right footing. And sometimes that's what we need. You know, we need that wake-up call to what we're saying versus what we're doing and what we're actually showing, right? And so, David, I appreciate that from your standpoint. And I tell you that if I had not had that hour, this, this year would not be the same. I'll tell you that. But before we get into all the branding stuff, tell us a little bit about your history and how you got here, because I know some people are interested. It's totally. Well, I mean, I'm a, for those that don't know, I'm a, I'm a Brooklyn kid. So I was born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens, uh, started my career in Manhattan um, and, you know, really went out on my own from the beginning. I wasn't particularly there, you know, the, I, I'd freelanced at some different um, design firms and a few agencies and such like that. And the cultures weren't anything that I was like, wow, I want to be part of that. Um, I loved, I loved the, I always loved the little, the, 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 what was that magical little ingredient that made that meal or that song or that piece of art or that sculpture that you're walking in the street and you're like going, oh my, you know, what's the thing that gets us to do a double take the double take, right? To me, that's, it's all about that thing. It interrupts our normal stream of life. And that little, you like, you can't ignore it. You can't just kind of go, whatever, I'm just coasting along. Because basically, you know, 97% of a, of a lot of stuff is just coasting along. It's doing the same stuff, different day, right? Boom, 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 boom. 
And that's basically, that is the shortest little snapshot I can give you with regard to how I did that. And, you know, and I started, and I started out as a, you know, I mean, as you can see right there, like that, that painting, I did that when I was about 16 years old. And these other bits of art in the, in the office are, you know, just through, through my career. Um, but I've always, I've always loved telling that little story, that little something with an, with an image, with, uh, with, you know, components, design, color, type, words, all of it. And so I love, I love, I love interrupting, interrupting the, the hypnotic blase of every day. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And, and the fact that, you know, you're multifaceted, right? So you, you're, you're not only doing this branding thing and everybody's knowing you now, but you, you know, you point out this painting in your background. And I'm like, man, there's so much more to Dave than, 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 what, than what, you know, that we see. And yes, this great book. And yes, this, but there's so much more. And as, as you were telling the story of, of, you know, getting that little thing that brings the stuff to life, I was envisioning, you know, a morgue, right? Every, everything's dead in there. But don't let a heartbeat show up on a monitor because this morgue is going to come alive, right? This this is what life is. Life becomes mundane, becomes, you know, something that we just get comfortable with. And you are bringing out those heartbeats moments, you know, in this mundane life. And so I am so appreciative of what you're doing because you did that for me. I mentioned this earlier, right? In, in one hour. Uh, and we didn't even get through my my whole website. It was just the top third, folks. <laughs> the top third of my website and and it was all undone uh but redone which yeah. is something that i i really really appreciate uh for for you doing that um it really has brought life into my mundane uh you know approach to to business i love you know? it and love so it. so we talk about um branding there's so much about branding but what's your definition of branding well, to answer that, I mean, I'll just give you, give you context. So what happened was, was um, when I started writing brand intervention, I had looked at how many books at the time, at the time that I started, uh, there were about 6,500 books on branding. And I knew that not, I knew that they all touched upon little bits and pieces, but they didn't, there was no sort of agreed upon. This is what branding is. Someone had their spin, their pitch, their angle, their, tw their the twist. Um, but there had to be something that was fundamentally true. Well, by the time shortly thereafter publishing, and so I, I made it kind of one of my goals was what actually is branding? What's the thing from which any variation, every different, whether it's an art director applying it, a, a writer, a, a entrepreneur, a business owner, an innovator, it, it, you know, what's the thing that anyone could apply? And so it came down to four words instead of, because I did the math, it's that 6,500 books, those 6,500 books rapidly graduated to 10,000. Now there are over 20,000. But if you were to look at just the 10,000 books, if you were to read, if you and I said, hey, we're going to start the Enrique and David uh, book reading club, you and I are going to read one book per day. It would take you and me 24.6 years, almost a quarter of a century to read all of the 10,000 books at reading a book a day. 
So instead of that, I have an alternative. I have four words. The art of differentiation. If you understand that, you can brand because that will, that will impact customer experience. That will impact customer service. It will impact how you do what you do. It'll impact how you behave before the sale. It'll completely impact how you behave after the sale. Um, and all the bits and pieces, all the, all the touch points. You know, because if it, if it looks and smells and tastes ordinary, it's ordinary in the eyes of, of those that we serve. Um, and do you want to be known for being ordinary or do you want to be known for being extraordinary? I know which one I would choose. That's, uh, that's powerful, you know, and when you talk about differentiation, it takes, it, it takes a lot of brain cells to try to come up with that for yourself because we are a product of everybody's input. All our life, we have nothing but replicated what we've learned. So most people don't even know themselves. Yeah. Most people can't even get to the point where they can say, what do I bring that's different? I'm a human being like everybody else. Yeah. But if you can, just to your point, if you can get there, oh, my goodness, what that will do for everything that you do. And so uh, very powerful. And, and so there's a lot of companies out there that are trying to figure this out for themselves. You know, yeah. it, it's great ideas. Uh, you know, anybody can register with their state <laughs> and put a name and say, LLC, here I am. And, and, and all of that. But what do you do after all the legal things are done, all the, you know, monetary things with your city and your county are done and you have this legal team and all this. If you don't have branding right, you've wasted your time. And so oh, totally. No, no, to your, no, to your point, I actually read an article not too long ago, just a couple about, about uh, six, eight weeks ago. And there was a branding expert who said basically who in, in, in implied, no, actually didn't imply. They pretty much said, you're spending too much money on branding. You don't, for, for startups, you don't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing this instead. And literally with this expert, quote unquote, for those that are not, not seeing me, I'm doing quote air marks, you know, quote marks in the air. Um, this expert said, just do, just pick a, you know, pick a, pick a, a memorable name, pick a simple design. People like simple, do this, do that. And so you don't have to spend, you don't have to invest it into it. And, and then after you've done that, then you can figure out what you're doing and who you're serving. I'm going, wait a second. You're going to, you're going to come up. You're, you're trying to brand without having identified what your, what value you're offering and who you're serving. What, what planet was this stupid idiot expert from that's completely ass backwards. The thing is, is like, if, you know, how am I, if I'm looking in a space where there's lots of competitors and every space has a lot of competition, there's lots of options, whether they're direct competitors or indirect, there's a lot of, a lot of choices. If I haven't taken inventory of that and I haven't taken inventory of who I'm serving to know like what they're being bombarded with, how am I going to even get to the point of knowing what to design, what to say, what to name? How do I do all of that without that fundamental information? That's kind of like going, you know, it's, that's kind of like, 
after you've learned to pole vault, then you could learn to actually run really fast and get the, the arm strength to actually push yourself up. How the hell does that work? It doesn't, right? I'm loving it. I'm, I'm cracking up over here on mute, but I'll tell you, um, we just get it wrong. I mean, folks, it's, it's, it's not that hard, but we do make it harder. So, uh, you know, the question is, how, how, does comp- how do companies, how do businesses um, uh, get to this point where, you know, they're doing it wrong? And, and what are we doing wrong when we go into the branding scheme? Well, one of the primary things is that we think that we think the thing that we've made or done is all that matters, right? So that that, so in other words, that, that kind of has put us in a box. No, we brought it into existence. We decide the dialogue. That's no different than a salesperson who goes, oh, the person who I'm trying to sell and offer value to their objections dictate the, the, the trajectory of the conversation. Not if you're a freaking person that actually knows how to actually add value and sell and, 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 and make life worthwhile. That's stupid, you know? And so those things don't define us. We define it. We determine what's the playground. Are we, are we, are we inter, inter, you know, interjecting a new playground? Are we actually interjecting, reframing the entire conversation? I mean, I've taken companies and it always amuses me. I'll say, I'll say, tell me about your company. Tell me why I, as a potential customer, should choose you. And it's always fascinating to listen to their stories. And they're talking about, well, this and this and blood, sweat and tears and made in the USA and family owned and, and you know, 72 generations of, uh, of, uh, of, of, of craftsmen that, that have done blah, 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 blah. And, they're, and they're, you know, their great-great-grandfather was, you know, was Henry XII. Well, well, you, know, who, who, you know, it's like, come on. It's so absurd. And then I'm saying, and after they tell me it, so I, obviously I'm exaggerating, but after they tell me all the stuff, you know, we're better, we're this or we're that or state-of-the-art, blood, sweat, and tears, R&D, da-da-da-da-da, we've invested this, da-da-da. I say, now, why do I know if I went to your competitors, they would pretty much tell me their own version of what you just told me. That's at the point that their light, the light goes off. They go, oh, crap. Because there's no, there's no denying it. Unless they're freaking like completely like, you know, in a coma, there's no denying it. So that's the, that's the point. They're looking too close, too inward and too close at the exclusion of the outer, the, the dialogue that's going outside in the world. That's where they make the biggest error because they think their story is all that matters. Well, when in fact, it's the customer's story is really all that matters. And that's not the same as the customer is always right. You know, I'm not saying that because I'm, I'll be the first one when I'm talking to a company and, I'm there and they're considering engaging me, my services, and I'm going, I'm interviewing them and I'm determining, are they right? Are they wrong? And if they're saying things that are stupid, I'm going to say, I'm going to be candid with you. Everything you've just said is 100% wrong. I would not, if that, if you firmly believe that I, I, I will, I will just happily will part ways. I know where the, where, where the door is to leave. I respect you. I wish you great success, but I, I can't, I can't work with what you just said because that is, that is 180 degrees backwards. And people, people appreciate that candor. They appreciate the candor. 
You know, I'll say that's ugly. I'll say that that doesn't work. I'll say, here's what doesn't, here's what's unworkable about it. And why I don't just like, and I don't do what, what Mr. Wonderful does, which is like, you're dead to me. Take it out to the back, you know, take it out behind the shack and, and you know, behind the shed and shoot it. You know, it's, I'm not, I'm not just like brutal. I'm factual. I'm candid. But now I tell you why. So that you can go, oh, and I always get the response. Thank you. I mean, they're like, if, if, that, if that was your punch in the face, I can't wait for you to punch me in the face the next time. That was awesome. <laughs> no, and hey, as a recipient of the punch in the face <laughs> and still being thankful, and you know, that's what you do, uh, David, you, you, that candor, that, that truth about our reality, because there's our reality. <laughs> what we think and then there's the reality right and so what you bring is the reality to a situation in terms of branding which i am so appreciative of uh that you not only took the time to do it with me but you've done it with so many people successfully you know to the tune of four billion in sales right so um you know it's something that's proven now you know there are many ways and many things that we could do as leaders in terms of branding a lot of them are wrong. Uh, uh, some of them are right and seldom of, of them are exactly what you need to do. Um, you wrote a newsletter that I just loved. You mentioned the one word approach to branding. I loved mm -hmm. it because it's something that I do uh, ascribe to. I do leadership. That is it. If you want something else, you know, I, I do it as hobbies, but it's not what I do. I do leadership. So tell us a little bit about this one word approach to branding. Well, so many times, and, and actually let me, let me frame it this way to get, to give a full concept. There was a client of mine some years ago and I knew that the CEO was a sales guy. That was it. There's no vision. It was like, it was all about the next deal, the next signed contract. That's to me, that's a real, that's a real troublesome place to be that I love good, good, capable salespeople, love them. But if they have gotten to the point where it's only about the transaction, the next signed contract, and then move on to the next person, next signed contract, move on to the next person, that's a transactional relationship. And that's very, that's, a, that's, uh, you're all, you'll, you'll, you'll have, you'll have money in the bank, but you're not building a brand. You're not building a business. Well, what I found in what I found, because I was interested in speaking to the salespeople, I spoke to about seven or eight of the salespeople. I want to say, so what, what's your, what, what is the brand to you? What is the brand? What, what's your, what are you offering? Da, da, da. I literally got seven different, completely different answers. You would have thought I was talking to seven different companies. That's the problem. If that's happening on your front lines, because the thing is, is that as a leader, the CEO did not provide leadership and guidance to let them know their role in the world. As a result, they made up their role based on the factor of, okay, when I pitch the company this way, I end up getting, I close the deal and I get my commission. So they were just driven by, so he created a culture where everyone, everything was transaction-based. Everyone was just driven by that. So there was no unifying anything. So that's the problem. If you walk into a room and you go, and you know, it's like someone knows me as the, the this, and another person knows me as the that, and another person knows me as that. Is no, I don't, and I'm not talking about nuances that I, uh, of course, 
people are going to connect. Like they're going to say, Oh, he really, he or she really helped me with X, Y, Z, but I know him or her as blank. If you're not known as something like if, if we had 20 different ideas about who or what Elon Musk is, that'd be problematic. If we had 20 different ideas about what Apple was as a company or Nike was as a company or pick your favorite person on LinkedIn or thought leader or, or leadership. If we didn't, like you look at Simon Sinek. I mean, what do we know Simon Sinek as? Why? He's the guy asking, you know, start with why. It's like, he's, he's the why guy, right? Um, and so that was the thing. It really came down to, if, if you're not known for a singular idea, what do you stand for? That you're just persistent? That you're just showing up? That, I mean, and if that's the case, here's the other weird thing. If you don't define what you are, if you don't stand for something and and you're not synonymous with that, what you will become in the eyes of others is the common denominator of all the little things that you do. So in other words, if you're always, let's say, let's say I always, let's say I always joke around. I always, let's say I always show up with donuts. Like if if we're having meetings and I always bring coffee and I always dress down. I'm like, I always dress in sneakers and dungarees. Um, and those are like the, the, the things. And, and, but the only thing that, that connects all that is I like to be the center of attention with each of these. Then what, what, what is my brand known for? Oh, he's the center of attention guy, which to me would be horrendously shitty uh, reputation to have. Um, so the thing is, is that what's the common denominator, you know, to all the things that you do, if you don't define it, it's literally going to be that. So if you're sloppy here, and you're jokey here, and you do this, and you do well. All they know is, well, he's wild. He he flies by the seat of his pants. Okay, so I'm the fly by the seat of my pants guy. That's when it just happens with no discipline and no intentional activity on your part. That and that is powerful and sobering, folks. If you're not careful, if you're not careful to curate your actions and your words and everything towards what you want to be known for, you will be known for something else. Yeah. And that and, is dangerous. Yeah. And, and, and I'll just, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to replace one word you used. You use the word careful. I would, I would say, because we live in, we live in a, in a hyper careful society, like, you know, cancel culture, all kinds of crazy stuff. This, that, the other, da, 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 da. I would replace that. And I would say this deliberate. I would do deliberate, right? right? Careful is almost like, oop, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want any repercussions. I'd rather be deliberate, which is proactive, which is observant and stuff like that. It's a nuance, but I think it's an important one. A, a very good correction there, David, because uh, it, it truly is what I meant. Deliberate is what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Careful is is uh, fear. That, fear That's based, right. right? That's right. So, uh, so great correction right on the spot. See folks, let me tell you, <laughs> you won't spend too much time before you're actually going down the right direction, uh, when it comes to, uh, anything that you're doing and it's being pushed out, uh, folks, we are in a position as leaders for those of you listening to ensure proper brand. Uh, David, you mentioned the CEO that and the leader that didn't give the right direction to the sales team. What can leaders do to ensure proper brand? Well, one is, to me, it's important that you foster a culture where everyone actually recognizes they actually have worth, they actually have value, 
um, and that they're there to serve. Um, they're there to empower. And that doesn't mean too many people, I see too many people in too many companies confusing there to serve with the customers being synonymous with the customer's always right and being synonymous with, oh, whatever the customer asks for, we will do. We're just now order takers. That is bullshit. Raise your, raise your, raise your freaking IQ on this. I mean, because that's stupid, that's stupid thinking. Um, you've serving. It's like, I'm sure that Michael Jordan had the viewpoint that he was serving his team and his fans by being a superstar, right? Um, he wasn't waiting to take orders. He wasn't waiting until the ball was passed to him. So don't confuse serving with just being uh, permissive and waiting to, to be given orders. To me, the, the, the greatest form of service is being observant, being proactive, paying attention in the first place, paying attention in the first place. We have no respect in the public arena. We have no respect for someone who's like, well, how come you didn't do something when you saw that, right? We, when someone has egg in their face, well, and then they give the bullshit excuses. That we, we have no, our respect for them diminishes very, at a very rapid rate. So the thing is, is have the self-respect. If you're a freaking genius at something, own that. If you, if you have a, an area that's a weak spot, own that. And there's no right or wrong to it. But to me, if, you, if there were a right or wrong to it, it would be what's wrong is you being a freaking God in a particular area and keeping it to yourself as a secret not to and waiting for others to discover it. That is stupidity in action right there. Come on. Who, are you, who's, who is that servant? You know? People confuse confidence, knowledge, and certainty with being braggadocious, and it's not. I mean, when people talk to me, they say, look, I can help you immensely. I can help you from wherever you are. If you're, I mean, I just found out Sunday morning, a client of mine, we implemented their, they, they implemented our rebrand like 18 months prior, 2021, they actually did 5X. They 5X their business. And then I had another client, who at the beginning of 2021, they launched, launched that. They were doing 3.4 million in sales. By the end of the year, they did 4.3. He actually showed me his sales graph, right? And I was like, you pleased with your ROI? He goes, oh man, you, he goes, I mean, I'm, we're, we're just starting. But just to, to have that kind of growth in 2021, which still was, was not a stable year. It wasn't, wasn't as crummy as, as 2020 for many people. You know, more people did better, but it still had its ups and downs. Absolutely. And, and folks, if, if if you're listening to this podcast and 2022 doesn't scream, own it. <laughs> I don't know what it does. You know, 2020, 21, rough happenings, rough years for a lot of business, a lot of uh, global leaders, local leaders. And it is what it is. That's what it was. 22. Is screaming own it. You got. You have to own it. You have to own yourself. You have to own your brand. You have to own your message. You have to own it. So thank you for that word of the day, folks. Own it, and you'll be so happy at the end of this year. Because what? Guess what? If you don't, we'll know about it at the end of the year, and we'll be talking about it again, right? So Dave, thanks. Thank you for that. Because 
um, you know, we're always looking for directions. Now, if somebody want a specific direction from David Bright, specific guidance, wanted to collaborate, wanted to follow you, wanted to see what you're doing and get you to punch them in the face <laughs> with some, with some reality. Yeah. Because that's what you do. How yeah. would they do that? Uh, for, for sure. They would, one, they would go to rising above the noise.com. Okay. That's R I S I N G rising above the noise.com. Uh, go there. You can subscribe to, you can subscribe to my newsletter. You can subscribe to, you can download some, some free material. There's tons of, of there's, I think over 300 articles of, and they're not academic, what I call academic, blah, blah, blah kind of stuff. They're, they're real. Like here's this company, they're companies of all different sizes, all different industries that, and takes you on their journey, shows you where they started, shows you where they moved, you know, how they transformed. Um, and it's, and it's educational. And there's always a little bit of a mischievous wink that will show up when you least expect it. Um, that's one thing. I mean, the, the other thing is for sure, brand intervention. I mean, if like, if, if, if you, if you don't have this and you're starting 2022, you've already made a mistake, but the, the good news is you've seen this and now you can actually get, get yourself this, this has changed more businesses. And I've been, and I've even built a masterclass around it. So, um, and a mentor mentorship program, and it's a nine week program. So if people are kind of like, Oh man, I, I really want to be walked through this. If you, if you want to get nine straight weeks of, of me, not only with the material and program, but actually in live zoom, like two hours every Saturday morning for nine weeks to absolutely, you know, just have your life turned inside out because there always is something that seems to be undermining people. You know, just imagine having at your disposal, just imagine, you know, 40, this is my 42nd year starting this year, 42 years of branding, knowledge, experience, and insight at your disposal to put to your own business and not, and you, and not by giving you stupid templates because, because you're obviously too dumb to actually understand that's bullshit. Templates are an insult, Right these color by number things are an insult. You actually, I, I consider everyone who I work with that they, that, that they're going to be they're They're, they're going to have to rise up and be smart. They have to demand of themselves because I will be demanding of them, but they've got it. I know they've got it, but I'm, I'm not going to insult them by giving them some stupid little, Oh, here, you don't like this adjective, replace it with another adjective. You're not that dumb. You're really capable. So, uh, so anyways, that's, that's the stuff. You, you know, you can check, check me out on LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, blah, 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 all, all the various things, but rising above the noise.com, the place to go, the book masterclass. And, and, or if you're like, Hey, you know what? We just, we just want it done for us. That's what I do for clients around the world. Outstanding. And I'll tell you that, uh, I'll have that as part of the video and the show notes. Uh, it's amazing what you do, David. I am, uh, witness to it in a small glimpse of time and and you did so much so imagine if he was in a mastermind for you know eight nine weeks and and read the book and all of that you're gonna be uh tickled to the bank yeah. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> uh, tickled to the bank so david thank you so much for uh gracing the show getting us off on the right footing for branding folks it's january you still got time to get on this train and ensure that your year is as successful as you want it to be. 
because sometimes we want some things, but we don't do the things that get us to the want. This is one of the things that you want to do. Uh, David, thank you so much for spending your time with us, sharing your wisdom with us. And folks, subscribe. Get in there. There's going to be a whole lot of more guests coming through that you're just going to be blown away with. As a host, I'm blown away with them, but I'm bringing them to you so that you can get uh, that type of information for you this year. Developing the Leader Within podcast on YouTube and all your social media platforms as well as the podcast platforms. And you know how we like to end the show. Success to you. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Triad Leadership Solutions and on Twitter at TLS underscore FL. Thanks again. I'll see you next week and success to you.